Hey, y'all. Welcome to the People Purpose Podcast. Did you hear how fast I said that, Julie? The show <laughs> that explores all the ins and outs of, and challenges and opportunities HR, people managers, and all people face at work every day. I am one of your co-hosts, Chaz Fields, and I am joined by my lovely, dearest friend, <laughs> workplace bestie, yet again. Julie Devlin. Hi, Chaz. <laughs> hey, Jules. Hey. So, Jules, um, what made you smile today? <laughs> well, Chaz... I don't, today, even, I don't even want to prepare myself. Like I've, I've got to genuinely prepare myself for this. T- t- today, today, what made me smile was that I saw this TikTok oh, uh, video on on Twitter. Actually, I don't I don't look at TikTok because I've got enough social media in my life. So you are um, a social media. Uh, I don't know. Guru. Special. Yeah. Yeah. yeah call, no, yeah, I'm special. not. No, no I'm not. I just. I, I just suck suck time away from my life by looking <laughs> at social media, which I know a lot of our listeners can probably relate. 100%. Anyway, um, there was this this uh, little video that Mariah Carey put together, no. Of, no. <laughs> okay. and she was and and it's like it's like you know how her song. Um, uh, All I want for Christmas is you has been like the joke, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah. So she had these these pumpkins and she just started smashing the pumpkins and then all of a sudden her song comes on like <laughs> like okay it's time it's almost oh, like like geez. somebody somebody wrote that Mariah Carey is like you know in some kind of vault somewhere and then she just comes <laughs> out for the Christmas season. Okay. Okay, I give you that one. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah. Um well, cool. So Jules, what made me smile today? I got a, you know, some really riveting news for our listeners. I get to go see my man Gregory tomorrow. Gregory is the guy that uh, cuts my hair. He cuts my father in and mother-in-law's hair. He also uh, cuts my wife's hair. Yeah. So Gregory's practically family. I love him, love him dearly. Huge shout out to him. And I kid you not, I'm smiling about the fact that tomorrow I'm going, I always leave his, his place in tears. Like the man's, the man is hilarious. And more importantly, he shares some stories. He's been doing hair for like 40 years. Like it's, it's, you know, and he's got, he's got all these stories and every time it's a new one. And I just, I leave just crying. I've laughed so hard. I thought you were going to meant you leave in tears because he like doesn't do a good job. No, no, no. He does does a phenomenal job. Can't imagine. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, my, my, he does phenomenal work. So, um, here's the deal, Jules. It's really interesting that you talked about Mariah Carey and Mm -hmm. all I want for Christmas is you which means <laughs> holiday season is coming up so let's let's talk a little bit so the business stat of the day yeah uh as always holiday sales are expected to rise up to nine percent this year according to deloitte so retailers such as walmart kohl's amazon um, are betting on higher wages bonuses and even tuition assistance in a bid to woo potential candidates Amazon on October 18th announces preparing for the holiday season with a push to hire 150,000 seasonal workers, a 50% increase over last year's announced seasonal hires. Holy cow, Jules. First response. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my first thought there is that was more than one stat of the day. So you're welcome, listeners. Uh, we're giving you several li- different stats there. Yeah, I'm the man um, of the people. I'm yeah. The but the holiday people holiday sales expecting to rise up to 9%. You know, I read something uh, today, too, where it said that inflation and, and prices are going to get higher. But mm-hmm. the headline was consumers don't care. We're yeah. just buying things. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're excited for the holiday season, this, this go around. 
Um, and I think that when we're looking at Amazon, for example, trying to hire 150,000 people mm-hmm. um, for seasonal work, I think they're going to have a heck of a time doing that mm-hmm. um, just because of if we're looking at the landscape of hiring right now, it's mm-hmm. not easy to do that. Now, a global, you know, biggest uh, enterprise company like Amazon probably has a better shot than some of the smaller local businesses at hiring for seasonal, mm-hmm. uh, hiring seasonal help. But it's still, I think, going to be difficult. And think about having to onboard that many people. Ooh, I know. That, so, so it's funny that you bring that up. So for me, my my gut reaction is, one, you you talked about the holiday season and with inflation. So like everybody knows I, I enjoy finance and, and business on the side for myself and learning about it. But I I really think it's interesting Last year, you had talked about the the less of purchase, right? So people mm-hmm. weren't purchasing as much this year, even though inflation and prices and all this stuff are are happening. I think there comes a sense of security because if you look at where we were a year ago, people didn't know, like the Great Resignation hadn't officially happened, right? And people didn't know, you know, if they were going to lose their job or if they were still keeping their job or were furloughs happening or someone else, you know, found different work to begin with. Um, yeah, I, I I can definitely see, and I think nine percent is probably on the low end. Like that's you yeah, know, I do. I wonder, Chaz, too, if there's this mentality almost of like YOLO at this point. You know, we've been through <laughs> so much. You only live once. Sorry for those of you who, right, who don't right, get yeah. my uh, you know my cool jive lingo. <laughs> you know, you only live once. You know, yeah. I I just wonder if there's some sort of thought about that. Mm-hmm. from a lot of different perspectives, like from work. Well, you've from, clearly thought about it, not saying that you are enacting it, but like, look at it, right? Like, <laughs> Some the, ways I am. Just does that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what I want for Christmas jewels. Okay. You know? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I, it, yeah, I, I think that there is a little bit of that. Um, I think that, um, you know, consumers uh, are, are gonna are gonna sort of do what they want because last year I think a lot of Christmas was canceled or I'm mm-hmm. sorry, holiday. A lot of the holiday season yeah. was canceled. We celebrate Christmas. To, we understand. It's yeah, an yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's an inclusive time of year for sure. Yes, absolutely. So anyway, I I think that is a pretty good segue into our topic of the day. <laughs> it is. It is. So it's funny because we'll actually bring some of those stats in that we talked about. So we're gonna talk about holiday considerations at work, the holiday season. It, it's crazy. Halloween ends. By the way, uh, three weeks ago, I was at a local grocery store and I put on my Instagram. Uh, there was a tree up already, decorated with lights. I mean, mm-hmm. it was. I was. I literally was like, "It's October 11th." It gets earlier but and earlier every as year. We, yeah, as we know, when holidays shut down, everybody's like, "Well, you got to wait for Thanksgiving." There's a huge debate. You know, do you wait till Thanksgiving? Do you wait until? And I'm just like, y'all, like, let the people celebrate what they want when they want, right? So, yeah. um, anyways, so what are some things in the top of mind? for employers and employees moving towards 2022. There are three big things that you and I are going to talk about. Mm -hmm. Julie, tell us the first one. So the first one I think sort of uh, harkens back to what we were talking about with the business. Thank you. With the business side of the day, um, which is the pros and cons of these financial incentives for new hires. So here's Mm -hmm. the thing, Chaz, I think I've mentioned on the podcast before how many times I'll be driving down a highway and it'll just be billboard after billboard after billboard of we're hiring. Here's the bonus. We're hiring. Here's the bonus. Especially in Vegas when we're there, right? Because UKG Works is coming up. Anyway, absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, we're seeing a lot of companies offer these big sign-on bonuses. 
is it working? Because we're still hearing that there's a lot of open jobs, Mm -hmm. you know, and and what are some of the pluses and minuses of these? I think that we need to explore that a little bit. Yeah. So um, my first response is there's research that supports both sides. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, I think when you start to dive into a little bit of the generational aspect, um, even pre-COVID, we did an interview this week for some research for someone who's uh, working towards their doctorate. And I did the interview for him. Um, you know, and one of the questions, like it was around millennials, right? We all know mm-hmm. that I'm the millennial here. Um, pre-COVID, it wasn't all about the money. It hasn't always been about the money, right? Mm-hmm. It's been about some of the things we've talked about. Like, yeah, if someone, you know, calls you up and says, hey, we're going to offer you a large amount of money for you to come work for us. I think everybody would at least have the conversation. Yeah. But doesn't mean there's going to be workplace flexibility. It doesn't mean there's going to be happiness associated with the job. Like, I mean, all the things that we talk about on the flip side of that, there's also research that says, Hey, look, we're willing to pay for you right now to come do this job. And, um, people are doing it. Yeah. I I think it's interesting. You know, the question becomes, does this really help new hires or does it save the company money for not having to give pay increases later down the line? So I think that when it comes from a place of transparency, we talk a lot about employees who, you know, are much more educated and they're, they, they do their, their research and employees are going to see through that. Right. So I think it's important for us to recognize that too. What were you going to say? No, I love that you say that because if you are very, very close with, you know, whoever it is, like you, you, your best friend gets hired at the, for the same job because your company's doing these sign on bonuses, but you've been with the company for X amount of years. Right. And you got hired in at a lower rate. And this individual gets hired on at double the rate because there's such a talent or labor participation shortage. Right. Yeah. Like, do you think they're probably going to go home and sit down and have a conversation? Hey, come on over. Hey, you enjoying it? Yeah. They, did you know that I'm getting this? And oh, yeah. What? Like, yeah. Wait, what? I think yeah, employers <laughs> have to really be careful to yeah. look at your, look at your tenured employees versus the employees you're bringing on with these big sign-on bonuses and look sure. at the equity there because there's a lot of implications from a motivational factor, mm-hmm. from a loyalty factor, mm-hmm. from you name it. But I think that's something that employers absolutely have to be looking at. You know, something else, money really isn't getting people back to work. If we look at it from that perspective, that's I mean, right. I read something about Allentown, Pennsylvania, um, which is a great, great area. Um, most of the organizations around there are now paying $25 an hour for their hourly jobs. And that's pretty significant. But just because they're doing that, it doesn't mean that they're hiring. It doesn't mean that they're hiring as many people. It's not bringing people back to work. So yeah, yeah. So I think that we need to look at how bonuses are going to affect current employees' morale. Mm-hmm. Like you said, that in internal equity and um, what are the, I think something else that we don't think about a lot, what are some of the implications for overtime pay, right? I think that's something mm-hmm. else to consider. Yeah, it's interesting because we were just at the Workforce Institute annual board meeting together. Julie and I got to see each other in person again. And yep. this came up uh, from our friend, John Frace, uh, who's a part of the board of the Workforce Institute, this Allentown, Pennsylvania thing. And and the data's there that says people just aren't, like, you can throw money at them all day, but uh, with great resignation, with you know, reevaluation of what their life's purpose is and finding fulfillment. You know, there's also that piece too, Julie, that uh, there could be some resentment 
too, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And we want to avoid that. So that we could probably right. do a whole show on this <laughs> on this on this topic, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, we we would love to hear you know what what you all think about it as well, and we'll, we'll talk more about that towards the end to get you all involved in some of the conversation on social media. So. Um, Chaz, I think something else sort of on, along the along the same lines there of mm-hmm. making sure that we're looking at the big picture and sure. our current employees and taking care of them. What are we doing to help employees who have been consistently showing up? How are we showing appreciation for them? When I say yeah. consistently showing up, I'm more talking about from you know March 2020 up until today those mm-hmm. folks who have stayed with you you know in the during the holiday season how do we show appreciation for them what's interesting is i think it, from a media perspective or as we talk about this we always have a tendency or just in general they focus on well talent shortage or mm-hmm. labor participation or whatever it is right but we forget about the thing. Like we just assume that HR is doing this, right? right? Like showing appreciation. We just assume that this is happening. But from the people that you and I talk to, I'm not saying that it isn't happening, but I will say this, HR is getting stretched thinner and thinner and thinner, thus making it hard to do this. So for those of you who are not in HR listening to this, you know, this is a collective effort, I believe, on the business's behalf, leaders, you know, frontline people, it doesn't matter. We have to show appreciation for one another mm-hmm. and also go above and beyond and do a program, you know, or dinner or lunch, whatever yeah, that looks yeah, like. Yeah, right? I, I hear you on that. But I I, I mean <laughs> What what does showing appreciation these days really look like? And and is is there an answer to that question? It, for those of you listening, thinking about your workforce, sure, you can't. I, I would imagine, especially larger companies, you can't put a blanket appreciation initiative and think that it's going to affect everyone's morale and motivation. That's, that's a really good point. Like you can tell that I'm motivated by food. Like somebody sent me some, you know, like <laughs> Teresa knows she'll send me, she'll send me a gift card. Like, Hey, you need to get lunch on me today. I'm like, yep. Okay. Anyways, yeah. um, <laughs> but, but I, you're right. You have to think about uh, what engagement looks like through an appreciation program. Right. Mm-hmm. Or, 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 um, you know, even going above and beyond, like one thing that we've talked about is how do we help them in stressful situations? like the holiday season, it's not like, oh yeah, we're going to ramp up by 150,000 employees and everything's going to be fine and dandy and perfect. No, people are going to be stressed. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like, how do we show appreciation and how do we show, I guess, empathetic leadership during the holidays? The holidays Mm -hmm. are not all rainbows and butterflies for everybody. (laughs) And especially when we're talking about just sort of getting back to ho- the holiday celebrations after yeah. this hiatus that we've all had. Yeah. Yeah. I think the other piece of this too, is we talk about socializing at work, right? So like being, you know, I've, I've worked busy schedules during holiday, you know, I used to work in retail years and years ago, you know, it was cool. Although you worked a lot of hours, it was a, it was a, like I got to socialize at work with people that I enjoyed being around. What does, what does that look like? This year, Julie, like what yeah. does that look like this year? I I, I don't know. I don't know. I guess that's another good segue, though, <laughs> um, because our our third our third thing that we wanted to talk about today, when it comes to holidays, is uh, what the heck do we do about holiday parties and celebrations this year? Um, 
do we Ooh. do we have do we have them? I, I can tell you, Chaz. You know, just from a personal perspective, I'm feeling a little weird about the holidays this year. They seem really? to, yeah, a little bit. Like mm-hmm. they seem to have just sort of come up. You know, I mean, yeah. we're we're sort of maybe it's because we're so busy with traveling and everything, but um, it's like it's almost like okay, here they are. Now do it. You know, mm-hmm. it's, I don't know. I don't really know how to how to describe it, but. I, I feel like a lot of people may be sort of feeling that way, like the sort of uncertainty surrounding what it is that we're going to do. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I, I can't discount how you're feeling yeah, about yeah, it because yeah, that's, that's yeah. how you're feeling about it, right? So so the other, the other critical piece of this too is, you know, last year we didn't know how to interact with colleagues to some degree. We didn't know how to interact like even with, with family or friends of like, you know, are you going to do a Friendsgiving this year? Are you uh, going to do the XYZ holiday party, whatever that looks like, right? Um, I think what's interesting about all of this, and we've said it before, Julie, is we, we've got to take a, a step, a time to be intentional and really figure out what our workforce expects from us because yeah. we are we are seeing companies that continue to thrive through the pandemic, people showing up day in and day out. Um, they, they're going to want reward, but they're also going to want for those like me who are very type A, who get energized around people. Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to want to see people. I'm going to want to do, act as quote unquote normal as, as possible. Yeah, what well, what is normal? Right? You, right? <laughs> right, right, right. But, but, yeah. But Chaz, for saying? every one of you, there might be one of somebody who doesn't want to do that. And I think so, that's my yeah. point is finding yeah. out what the workforce expects because you know, it's, it's now different, right? I mean, it's yeah. just very, very different now. Yeah. And that goes to the whole HR thing of knowing your people, knowing your culture. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important for us to realize that just because we did something one way in the past doesn't mean that it needs to continue. <laughs> um, so if, if the company holiday party was always the thing for your yeah. organization, may, maybe it looks a little different this year. Uh, maybe mm. maybe it's outside somewhere. Maybe you rent a tent um, yeah. and get, get some heat for those of us on the East Coast uh, or in the Midwest even. Yeah. You know, so I think I, I just think that we have to expand our horizons, especially mm. HR professionals, to determine who our people are and what it is they're looking for now, not two years ago, but now. Yeah. It's interesting. You bring that up too, Jules, because I like, we, we've done a lot of talks about, um, you know, at different conferences and such about setting boundaries, right? Mm -hmm. Like what do you think the implication, maybe no implication of, of asking people like, where your boundaries are with attending an event or, you know, what are you willing to participate in? Right. Like just outright ask, like, what are you willing to participate in? How do you feel about that? I feel like that would be great, but it has to be done in a way that isn't threatening. So Mm -hmm. when I mean that, meaning like, well, what do you, what do you, you know, do you want to show up or are you just going to be lame and not right? I mean, it has to be, people have to, the culture has to be there to where people feel comfortable telling Mm -hmm. the truth when that question is asked and that starts way before holiday parties. (laughs) Right. Right. And I think the critical piece of that too is like, well, I know that Chaz and Julie said that they were going to be there. Now I feel the pressure that I have to go because you know, they're, they're kind of our leaders or they're our department head or, or whatever. Right. So there's, there's those components. So it's all, it's almost like you have to do it anonymously and let it be kind of skip level or lead it up. Yeah. But, but that can happen during one-on-one meetings with managers too, which, which really should happen on a reg- on a regular basis. So yeah. I think I I though think that people generally 
would be happy that they were being asked their opinion on something yeah. like that, especially yeah. right now. I mean, mm-hmm. I just see it. There's, there's so many of us, we, we feel differently about the situations that we're in. And I, we talk a lot about how, you know, everybody you meet is fighting a battle that you may not know anything about. We don't know people who are immunocompromised. We don't know people who have outside circumstances that are right. going to affect their socialization. So I, I just think that we have to be aware of that. And we have to um, make sure that we're having those conversations, being transparent, and um, also recognize that people might just not feel comfortable socializing right mm-hmm. now. It's been mm-hmm. a while since we've had parties and, and you know, getting back with people. That's stressful for folks. And the last yeah. thing we want to do is stress out our employees during the most stressful time of the year. Yeah. That's a really great point, Jules. Well, I, you know, here's the deal. I would love, we would love to hear from y'all as you start to think about your holiday festivities and what you're doing in your workplace. We love good creative ideas. We love hearing about what's going on. So let us know on social by tagging us on the people purpose pod. So Julie, let's do this. What did you find your purpose in today? Yeah, um, I found my purpose in that we could probably do twelve more episodes on uh, on the holidays and the implications surrounding it. Job but, security. Yeah, but I think I think one of the things that we that I took away is that it's not just money that's getting people back to work, mm-hmm. and we have to make sure that if we're giving big hiring bonuses, that we're also taking care of our loyal folks as well, those who have been in the trenches from the start of the pandemic and even before we mm-hmm. have to make sure that we're looking at those folks on an equal plane um, and making sure that we're doing things for them to show appreciation, however it is that they're going to feel appreciated. And that starts with having conversations. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that's mine too, Jules is, uh, you know, I found my purpose and, fi- you know, don't just assume that we're showing appreciation because it's something we've always done with the way that businesses have shifted and been strained and people have been stretched thinner and thinner and thinner in their work that we may need to take a step back and reflect and actually look at what that means and and what that includes for everybody. We throw this term inclusive and belonging around like it's just, Oh, it's just so easy. Um, But it, but it's not right. So, so taking the time to lead with empathy, more important, listen to your employees and figure out how we can show appreciation that, that, you know, sits well with them and not just, you know, Hey, we're going to throw out all of this awesome food, which I'm, as we all know, I'm, I'm lovely. I, I, I know like, you, you've so mentioned, are you hungry? Because <laughs> you've been mentioning food now. I'm a grown man and I still have snack time. So yeah, he, he, he does everybody. He does. So, so anyway. Uh, okay. So if you remind us before we leave, Cal, you can't take us anywhere. If you remind <laughs> us before we leave, don't forget to like, and subscribe and use the hashtag people purpose pod on social media, like Twitter and LinkedIn. Hey, also be sure to check out the latest blogs and research from the Workforce Institute at UKG by visiting workforceinstitute.org. With that, Julie, I think we are done. Thank you all so much for listening, and we will chat with you all in two weeks. Thanks, everyone. Hello.